0: Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results.
1: That's 800-965-1295.
2: Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Let's get it
3: on. How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific through Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, Saturday mornings with Jim Valley, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 Eastern, and it is Wednesday here on this show. Got a lot to talk about here today. Tonight, A.W. Dynamite from Portland, Oregon, Got a lineup for the show here tonight, including an AEW World title match. MJF defending the title against Daniel Garcia, because you see, Daniel Garcia might be defending that title against Jay White at the pay-per-view. If I said that about a about a match on Rampage, I'd be yelled at for spoilers. But anyway, that's the match. We'll talk about the full lineup for the show later on today. And, yes, the end of the show yesterday, we talked about the news that ended up being confirmed that NXT will be moving to the CW Network. And I got a lot to say about that as we come back from the break. And, of course, last night was NXT, and so we have a full recap. Last week, they did a cliffhanger with old Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. And the show this week was about answering the question, did Carmelo Hayes attack Trick Williams and keep him out of that match for the NXT title? And we had another cliffhanger. So they're stringing this one along. We'll talk about that and all of the other matches on the show. We've got the TKO Holdings Quarterly Investors Call with a lot of news about WWE business. Raw Ratings, Billy Corrigan and the N.W.A., Suki Bon, if we have time to talk about their next show, and plenty more. Mike Simberbee joins us after the break. Back in a moment, Wrestling Observer Live.
1: choice of select sandwich nugs fries and a drink wendy's five dollar biggie bag is your go-to your nugget wingman your hot and crispy fry co-pilot just like us we're like the bag boys what bag boys bag boys what you gonna do what you gonna do when we bring your food <sighs> for a deal you can count on bet on biggie and choose wisely choose wendy's bag boys
0: bag boys u.s price participation may vary includes choice of jvc or crispy chicken sandwich with four-piece nugs junior fry and small soft drink third-party delivery pricing may be higher
1: That's 800-433-0539. Paid for by Fix My Student Loans.
2: Jim Gaffigan here with some more Straight Talk. Now you can get a Walmart Plus membership, plus not pay for it, because it's included with Straight Talk wireless plans. You get free delivery with Walmart Plus, plus a Paramount Plus subscription included. Plus, you pay less for gas. That's a lot of pluses.
1: Only Straight Talk gives you unlimited 5G data and Walmart Plus included on select plans for free.
2: Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart.
1: Requires service on gold or platinum unlimited.
0: One offer per eligible account. Paramount Plus Essential Plan only. Separate registration required. Additional terms apply.
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian
3: Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. And yes, the big thing we got to talk about here today is NXT moving to the CW Network. And uh, we talked about this yesterday at the end of the show. And uh, I guess here's what I want to say about it. I'm going to shut the chat down for a little while here. I know people don't like hearing about NXT. So listen, if you don't like the show, that's fine. If you don't want to watch the show, that's fine. But I've been talking about this for a long time now. The show is way better. And the the fact of the matter is, if you look at AW Dynamite, AW Collision, AW Rampage, WWE Raw, WWE SmackDown, the reality is the show that has seen the biggest improvement in terms of viewership 18 to 49 18 to 34 it's nxt and you know people talked about oh you know main roster people on nxt nxt title on uh, on raw and smackdown there were a lot of complaints about it but as we've talked about for a while there was a reason for that and that was they were trying to boost the viewership the demos of NXT because it was a a contract year. And what has happened is, we now have a new deal for SmackDown, and we have a new deal for NXT. SmackDown is going to USA, and the thing with SmackDown going to USA is, this is a negative in terms of potential viewership of the show. We We see... SmackDown on Fox, it does a certain number. And you put SmackDown on FS1, and it does half. And you put SmackDown on USA, and it's going to do numbers closer to what Raw is doing than what SmackDown is doing. That's just the reality of a network, like a Fox show. I shouldn't say network, because we're going to talk about CW here in a moment. But a Fox show versus a USA network show, they will see a drop in viewership. Now, even though they got a 40% increase moving to the USA Network, this did hurt the stock because of the idea that, well, you're you're losing out on potential viewership by going to the USA Network, which is true, okay? Now, let's talk about NXT moving from the USA Network to CW. So, NXT has had tremendous growth over the last year on the USA network. They are now going to the CW, okay? Now, even though they're going from a cable network to a network network, you know, I don't see this show doing 2 million viewers. Let's be honest. It's the CW, okay? I believe the CW's, uh, I think their average viewership is around a half million, So, you know, there's a very good chance that NXT is going to uh, jump onto the CW and immediately be one of their highest-rated, most-watched shows on all of the CW. Now, I expect that they're largely going to do probably very similar numbers. I don't think it's going to be significantly higher than they're doing right now. I also don't think it's going to be significantly lower than they're doing right now. And the reason for that is because another thing that NXT has going for it that we have seen over the last several years, actually, is they do have the most loyal audience. It doesn't matter what else is on television. It doesn't matter what day they're on. It doesn't matter what horrible news or great news occurred or whatever. Their audience finds and watches the show. So I think more than any other show... If they move to a network that their current audience can get, and pretty much everybody, as we talked about, can get the CW, I think that we're largely going to see pretty much the exact same viewership. Now, what did they get for the move to the CW? They got a 70% increase over what they were getting before. 70%. So, that's a big jump in revenue for nxt and you know if if they announced that raw was moving to the cw i would say well you know that's a negative if they said that smackdown was moving to the cw i would say yeah well that's a negative but nxt moving to the cw is nothing but a positive with it with with raw and smackdown what you want is The maximum number of eyeballs. Those are your two, in theory, A shows. They're the shows that push the biggest pay-per-views. They're the shows that push the biggest stars. They're the shows that push the biggest storylines. What you want, what would be ideal, is if both of those shows were on Fox. But that's not going to happen. But with NXT, it honestly does not matter how many people watch NXT now that they have a new five-year deal. It'll matter in uh, year five. But right now, for the next four years, it doesn't matter. All that matters is they got a 70% increase to air that show on the CW. And I can't think of one negative to what has happened here. Not one, unless you're Billy Corrigan. But uh, that's the uh, news. They've moved to the CW, and they've still got another year to figure out where RAW is going to go, they've got a year before the RAW deal is up, and at the uh, earnings call yesterday, they talked about you know a lot of different options for what they're going to do with RAW. But I mean, so far, you know, in terms of, of uh, revenue, I mean, very good news for for WWE. It didn't, as I noted, help the stock much because of what happened with SmackDown. But uh, I think that this NXT deal is is really a great deal.
4: Yeah, from a business point of view, it absolutely is. I think it was Deadline that said, we don't know what the number is, but it's at least double the $15 million tag that they believe that it was getting now from USA. You're saying a 70% increase. Whatever it is, it is head and shoulders above what anybody else would have paid for NXT. It has to be, because that's where it is. And it is broadcast network TV. Unfortunately, the 78 million people that CW could be seen by is not seen by that many. On average, it's actually even much lower than 500,000, Brian. You know, sometimes their top show only peaks around that number. And when that show is Penn & Teller, and when you have shows like Whose Line Is It Anyway? still trotted out there, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what their philosophy is. They have cut all of the shows that made them known because when Nexstar bought this television station, they realized their average viewership is 58 years old. Why are we having, you know, trying to chase Supernatural and Arrow and all of these shows? And they ended up axing all of those shows. And they've decided to invest in sub-licensing the ACC for basketball to be played throughout the winter and, and into the spring. Obviously, football playing now. They have NASCAR, the Xfinity Series. They paid $115 million for The Live Golf deal, that's like a time barter thing, so they're not even losing anything that way, and they're seemingly hitting their core target. So this is very good for them. It seems to fit in exactly where they want it because, yeah, sure, it might skew their numbers younger, but it is an older, loyal audience that watches NXT, and I think they'll have an easy time following it over to CW. I think, like you, the numbers unless it is inflated by main roster people being on there, I think overall the average is going to dip from where it is, you know, has been currently here and, but still again, by the CW standards, that show could do 500,000 people as low as that every single week and still be clearly the number one show that they have maybe with the exception, uh, exception of sports. So I don't think it'll be that low, but I think from a business point of view, it's really a no-lose because even if you say, okay, some of the eyeballs are taken off of NXT, it's very arguable that, hey, maybe we shouldn't be seeing some of these people anyway. So well, I
3: think it's a win-win. I think the uh, I think the numbers are going to be good. And I know that they have put a lot of main roster people on NXT, and they've had a lot of NXT people on Raw and SmackDown. And that is to try to a- achieve what they just off. did here. But yeah. I, I don't see any reason to stop doing that. I mean, we saw this way back in the uh, Ohio Valley days. There is literally zero negative to having main roster stars going down to developmental and helping everybody get better and exposing some of the individuals that they eventually want to bring to the main roster to the main roster and get people an idea of who they are. So, anyway, I think it's going to continue. Back in a moment. It's live.
2: In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you
1: pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. Eight hundred nine four nine zero zero three nine. 39 That's eight hundred nine four nine zero zero thirty nine. 39 Paid for by the Tax Helpline.
2: are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: Well, a couple of in-house notes. First off, if you go to uh, my Twitter, my axe at Brian Alvarez, I have retweeted a link to uh, the show that I did with Brian Solomon. Yes, we did a show talking uh, pro-wrestling. Episode 93 of Shut Up and Wrestle. And the uh, links are up on uh, my Twitter, at Brian Alvarez. So go up there and watch those. You both
4: better have said nice things about me.
3: And I talked about how you sucked. Mm. I'm sorry, Mike, but I'm in a bad mood because I watched TNA last night, which is the other thing we got to talk about. So, hey, uh, Which
4: TNA? Old TNA or new TNA? Oh, my
3: God. This is why <laughs> I don't talk to you. So listen. This N W A T N A experiment we tried lasted uh, 20 episodes. Told you. This was the absolute worst episode ever. Absolutely sucked. Legs. It was horrible. And uh, and I quit. But the problem is now we got to find something else for Tuesdays. And I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but we have a, a whole lot of listeners. And everybody wants something different. Uh, a little potluck. But left. I think what we can all agree on is that no? We do not want to watch any more NWA TNA. I did have, and this is important. Yes. Okay. I can probably count on one hand the number of people that desperately want us to continue NWA TNA. But I did go through and I looked through the stats. I went and looked through the most listened to episodes, and uh, the NWATNA reviews were at the bottom in terms of the Brian and Vinny show. Oh. It was not. It was not like a bunch of people tuning in to watch it. And, you know, the arguments I heard were, were, well, you know, we want to hear you talk about terrible wrestling. And it's like, do you listen to the other shows? I have, Trust me, I got plenty of terrible things to talk about in wrestling. There will never be an end to it, okay? <laughs> this is like when I did in 1995, I did the first issue of Figure Four Weekly, and then I did the second issue. And in the second issue, one day I thought, what will happen if there's no news? Whatever will I do? Well, here we are in 2023, and you know what? There's never a time when there's no news. Mm -hmm. Just like when watching pro wrestling, there's never a time where there will not be something for me to complain about and rant about. I don't need NWA TNA to do that. So, my idea... He needs an alarm clock in the sun. you thank Dave for this one. My idea is uh, Dave brought to my attention that on Cage Match... They do have listings of all of the matches he has ever given five stars, four and a quarter, four and a half. Oh,
4: so you're going to rank your ranking as against no, Dave. No, will rankings, you shut up and Cage listen? Match.
3: So <laughs> I thought, you know what? They've got him ranked by Dave's uh, top matches of the 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, and currently. And uh, we could start in the 80s. And uh, every Tuesday, we review one or two of the greatest matches of all time and the vast majority would either be on the WWE network on for either WWE, WWF, WCW, NWA, any of the things they have on the network or uh, probably either New Japan Strong or YouTube. That would cover virtually everything on those lists up until present day. Uh, obviously once we get to uh, you know the last 10-15 years we'd have to, you know, there'd be started matches, etc. Uh, it a rant about the goodness of the matches, I guess? You know what? People, Here's the thing that you guys also understand, Mike. If you listen to the show, you uh-huh. know this, okay? Uh-huh. Everyone always goes, oh, you know, it'd be boring listening to you talk about what was great. Is that right? Well, you know, that's a good theory, but the reality is that's not true at all. And, in fact, I went back the last four months since we started NWA TNA reviews, and I I went back to find out what was the most listened to Brian and Vinny show in that period of all the shows we do. And the answer was the show where we reviewed the shield versus the Wyatt family and Terry Funk, Ric Flair. I quit both awesome matches. And in fact, turns out that the viewers and listeners weren't bored or listening to us talk about great matches. That was the most listened to and watched show over the last four months. So this idea that people only care if we review bad wrestling, it's not true they like when we enjoy bad wrestling, and they like when we enjoy good wrestling. What they don't like is when we review something boring. And quite frankly, the NWA review last night was like, it was so bad that it probably did make for good audio, unfortunately. But uh, a lot of those shows, are just they're just bad and boring. They just suck. Who could want to listen to that? And the answer from going back is nobody, okay? So uh, the, the uh, suggestions I have been given... I'm going to throw out some of the most suggested things. Mm. Are my idea, which a lot of people like. Just go through the greatest matches of all time from everywhere. It's my idea, which I like. No, I said a lot of people liked it, you idiot. Would you listen? Then there were people that liked Sean's idea, which is, uh, you know, go back. There's Honor Club. Just go back and watch the Ring of Honor television show starting in, like, 2012 or whatever. I've had people suggest, which I'm not thrilled with this idea, but actually several people suggested it. Go back to the very beginning of NXT because they said you'll be stunned at like the number of current WWE and AEW stars that you can see at the very beginning, going back to those old NXT shows. Yeah, Bo
4: Rotundo in the house.
3: Well, And uh, what were the other ones that we had? Um, I forget some of the others. But th- those were like the top, the top three. I think
4: whatever you choose, you should spice it up every once in a while, do something special and, like, watch... One of the classics, like, I like to hurt people with the chic in it or something like that. You know, one of the wacky wrestling movies, Body Slam with all those people in it, like Roddy Piper and Tonga Kid and Barbarian and all them in there. Every once in a while, throw one of those in there for the people.
3: See, this uh, constant reader here says, a listener, I enjoy watching the old retro shows chronologically. Yeah, when they're not horrible. (laughs) Like, it's it's like it's so bad. The thing with TNA is when WCW is horrible – like sometimes the Nitro show would be horrible, but sometimes it would be like so horrible it was funny. And and TNA is like it's just so horrible it's horrible. It piss you off. Sometimes. It's really not funny Brian Lawler calling his uh his girlfriend the C word and uh, it's just like this stuff yeah. isn't fun guys, it sucks. It Some just mood. absolutely sucks and I don't want to watch it.
4: Little person in a trash can getting it on with himself, yeah.
3: But even that, it was like you know, people have been talking about that for 21 years. It's because it does. And be then tough I went the back promo. and I went back and watched it. And was like, that's it. Yeah. It was even. It was like, that's it. Yeah. That's something to rant about. It was just a stupid thing they did for 10 seconds. Anyway, is that all? Is that all it took them? What I'm asking mm-hmm. is for you guys to. Uh, you can email me Brian at WrestlingObserver dot com. Text me 425-780-7566. You can uh, tweet or DM me. Like let me know what you think because I'm not watching the show anymore. I'm not. I will not watch any more NWA TNA. It's done. It's finished. I want to know I want to know what everyone wants to listen to and watch. The other oh, problem look at like, this, Man of the People, he's going to listen to you dude, everybody. The other problem was that NWA show was like <laughs> 2 hours long. And hey,
4: that's what, look, that's the thing the with our viewers
3: with- is think about all the stuff that they already watch. Yeah. You think they're really going to spend two more hours of the week watching the one of the worst shows of all time, just so they can listen to me complain about it for twenty minutes? No, they're not going to
4: That's one of the things with weekly TV anyway. I mean, I do this going back watching the Mid Atlantic Championship podcast. There's always something I can get out of it, you know, when I'm talking to people. But look, it was a week in the year, and sometimes that's not the most exciting thing. And when you have so many options, I get it. I think you should have more of a potpourri sort of thing, though, where it's not just four-star matches over and over again. You could have a mix of a couple different things. Have a randomizer like my friend Adam Summers has on his uh But if we go podcasts. through – see,
3: the thing is, if we go through all the great matches – like, you're going you're gonna to learn stuff from every promotion. It'll be WWE, NWA, WCW, there's New Japan in there, there's CMLL are you, are you in there. you bringing
4: on Carl Stern to help you out? And there's, like, all the that stuff.
3: And, and on top of that, it's like, if we go through the list sequentially, you're not watching a sequential show every week, but you are watching things sequentially. Here are the best matches of 1983, all over the world. Here's the best matches of 1984, all over the world. You'll see changes in the business. You'll see changes in the style. You'll see, you know, some of the greatest wrestlers of all time. There's like a lot of stuff.
4: Yeah, respect history more. Like, you should respect history more and the people that talk about history on your website.
3: X, X, Trip, X, 420, X. I don't know where he came up with that name. But he says also this week was my breaking point. Even if Brian didn't kill these reviews, I would be done. Yeah, it's a waste of our lives, everybody. We're all gonna die. You aware of that every single one of us? We're all gonna die, and I don't want to sit there on my deathbed going, "I spent three years of this life watching NWA TNA." No, I already watched. I already suffered through it once. Do you guys understand? I already watched all of them once. Why would I do it again?
4: I always love when we get the nihilist Brian Alvarez out here, and I always love when we I will not these. rest in peace if I watch all these NWATA Why? shows. You know, can, you, can you rest up on the cross that you strapped yourself to? Because get Because you out put of here. yourself in this position, blaming it on Vinny about it doing these reviews fault. in the
3: first place. You should have done that stupid cameo. Now, mm. a couple of other notes. Raw Yes. Uh, did uh, 1.52 million viewers, 0. 0.47 in 18 to 49, best total number since Fastlane. And uh, it's every year, every year. Daylight, the clocks change, and the whole rating pattern changes. So, you know, during the uh, uh, standard time, I guess it's called, the second hour always does the best. Well, now it's daylight savings time, and the first hour always does the best. So we had 1.61, 1.56, 1.40. So, you know, 1.40, that's a bad third hour, but it's improved from what they had normally been doing in the third hour, and that was with the Sami Zayn... Uh, title match against Seth Rollins. You know, it, it helped them a little bit, but not a ton. And uh, that was the raw rating, so... There you go.
4: What time's the uh, sun setting up there now? Don't even get me started.
3: It's dark here at
4: 5.15. Well, 4.54 is when it officially goes down. Well,
3: that's when it goes down, but it's not, like, dark. Sunset and when it's dark are different, you see. Because the sun's going down. I am doing the NXT report after the break. Observer Live.
2: Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today
1: 800-788-1495 800-788-1495 800-788-1495 that's 800-788-1495 hey airline travelers let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647, 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. Remember
0: in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family,
1: 800-943-2153.
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. One last thing for the NXT review. A lot of people here. Oh, I liked when you did uh, WWF Superstars, the uh, old Raws from 92, 93. I loved reviewing Raw and Superstars from the, uh, from the early 90s. The question is, does everyone else love it? And one of the keys here to all of this, everybody, is th- the other reason I had my idea was because I feel like of the current subscribers, I know not all of you, okay, but most of you listening subscribe to the WWE Network, okay? And probably the most subscribed to uh, streaming service after that is probably New Japan World. So that list, like virtually everything is either gonna be on New Japan World or the WWE network. And some of the early, like the nineties all Japan stuff, I mean that's probably I know some of them are I know a lot of them actually are available on YouTube because mm-hmm. I saw them. Yep. So like what I want is something that's like easily accessible to everybody. I mean, even the the impact thing, like how many people signed up for Impact Plus to follow along with us? Like you'd be signing up only for that. And I don't know if a lot of people did or wanted to. So I'm trying to keep, and that, Brian Rhodes says 93 through 97 superstars. Like, that's probably so much great stuff in those uh, old superstars shows. And they're, uh, you know,
4: yeah, but a hard there's good stuff, there's wacky yeah. stuff,
3: there's everything. You'll get the good and the bad on those shows.
4: Little- would love that but does it get the eyeballs because That's one the question. thing is loving history and it's like people when you oh man i love to read and it's like well what are some books you read and they don't say anything cuz they you know they really don't read i know people are nostalgic for things but then when it gets right to, right down to brass tacks like maybe they are for a little bit but that consistency is tough to try to mine unless you have people that are really involved and look at the cross section of people that listen to Brian and Vinny i mean I get it. You know, you got to do something that everybody can kind of grasp onto and has access to. That is really important. And by the way, folks, don't offer to send anything to Brian's house, okay? Or, or anything that has to be bootlegged.
3: Yeah, it my kids are losing. Okay, listen, well, I got to do this <laughs> NXT report, but I will say one last thing. Lance is on at two Pacific, five Eastern for subscribers, and uh, he has a very, very strong opinion. About what we should review. So that's coming up at 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern. What does Lance think?
4: (laughs) I won't take it into consideration, but I want
3: to know at least. All right, listen. (laughs) So NXT, we had uh, Noam Dar Tozawa in a Heritage Cup match. And the match was good, especially the final two falls. But I absolutely, positively hate Heritage Cup matches on the USA Network. Because they always have to have a break. And literally the entire third fall was during a commercial break. The whole fall was during the break. Makes and no sense. It came back, and uh, there was a little bit of distraction by Oro. Lash pulled Noam out of the way of the uh, big senton. Noam hit the ends of gear, got the pin. And uh, after the match, Maxine's mad at Oro, so she slaps him. And Chad grabs Oro Mensa. And he gives him a German. And then Otis, comedy, silly, fat Otis, this guy hit the ropes and gave Orominsa a splash. And I am begging all of you, if you only watch one thing on this show, go back and watch the big splash that Otis gave Mensa. This freaking guy he hit the ropes like nineteen ninety three Shawn Michaels. I'm not even kidding. He hit the ropes so hard and so fast that I just like you ever you ever know you ever seen like uh, you know there's like something that's really nice everything like that. But every now and then there's like a flash and you get really scared. Maybe it's like a dog, you know, the neighborhood dog that's always nice, but all of a sudden one day it gets mad and goes ah, and you're like ah, that thing could kill me. That's what this Otis splash. Oh, my God. I watched that. He should should beat Roman. You got to see this splash. He hit these ropes. Holy smokes. That was the Otis. I'm never coming back down here again. I'm
4: down here just because they're making me, but I'm going back to that main roster. You die now. No, he's he's coming
3: back, and he had a match on this show, too. But it's like that Otis where, you know, you would watch this and you would decide, of all the people in WWE that I would never mess with, at the top of my list, is otis yeah so don't forget these are real
4: athletes even though he's shaking about and doing the worm
3: we had a couple of uh segments regarding uh the iron survivor challenge fully introduced some matches then lyra came out and uh she had her belt and her gown and the fans chanted you still got it and she put over becky and all the great women in the locker room and who should come through the crowd but Zia lee And she said, I destroyed Becky on Raw. Now I plan to take your title. And this security guy comes down. He's going to hold him apart. Speaking of scary, Xia gives this guy a spinning kick to the face. (laughs) She might have killed him. I mean, she might have killed the guy. And then apparently her and uh, Lyra will be having a match for the title sometime soon. Although if we go by the Xia Lee scale, it'll be in like 2029 when she decides she's ready for this match. We had uh, segments, interviews for matches with Tyler and Brooks and Jensen. And then was all sad, and in walks Drew Gulak, and they make fun of Gable. So Otis steps up, and he challenges Drew Gulak for later on. We had Fallon versus Tiffany in an Iron Survivor match, and everything was going along fine. They're doing the match. You know, it's, it's not bad. And then uh, finally, at the end, Fallon's making her come back. Tiffany gives her a chop block, hits the PME and pins her. Well, unfortunately, and I listen. I don't want to blame Fallon, okay? But what I'm trying to do is say this is not all Tiffany's fault, because what happened when you do the the PME, it's like Tiffany gets she stands in front of the ropes, she looks back, see where the person is, and then she does the PME. Well, she looks back, and she sees where Fallon is. And as she starts to do the move, Fallon thinks that she's out of position. So Fallon kind of scoots south a little bit. Tiffany lands right on her face. Pins her. Fallon Henley now in the concussion protocol pool. Mm. Hopefully she gets well soon.
4: Man, what did you think about the spot where uh, Tiffany dropped her oh outside my God. the ring
3: like a, a dead body down by the river? They did the deal where uh, Fallon comes off the top and Tiffany catches her and, and takes the bump and rolls through like John Cena. But then she has her in SOS position, and she just runs at the ropes and just tosses her through the middle <laughs> rope to the floor. <laughs> hey, Holy for, smokes. Getting ready for Julia, baby. Wes Lee promo, and in walks Baron Corbin. Looks like they're going to have a fight. Then we had Braun Breaker and Von Wagner, and the reality is, you know, Braun's their guy. He's going to be on the main roster. They're not going to. They're not going to beat him, and so they did in fact beat Von Wagner. He uh, went for the choke slam. They're outside, and uh, Braun goes after Mister Stone, and Von saves his friend. But this allows Braun to spear him, throw him in the ring, hit another spear, and pin him. And the match was was fine. And then afterwards, Stone hits the ring and hits Braun with a chair shot. And Braun grabs him, takes him outside. He's going to kill him. But all of a sudden, Vaughn sneaks up behind Braun. He saves his friend, Mr. Stone. And he gives Braun Breaker the giant powerbomb through the table. The place goes crazy. And then Mr. Stone wants a handshake from his friend. But his friend grabs him and hugs him. Place went crazy. Heartwarming ending to this story. But uh, Vaughn did not ultimately get the win. But he can walk. He can walk, and he's got that thing off his head now. Finally, Carmelo's interviewed, and he vows to go explain everything to Trick later on tonight. Brawling brutes are coming for OTM. We had Lola Vice and Electro Lopez versus Roxanne and Kalani Jordan, and uh, it was fine. Honest to God, it was actually better than I expected because Electro Lopez actually has improved. She used to be by far the weak link, and she was fine in this match. And uh, Kalani hit the split-legged moonsault on Electra, pinned her. And then uh, Ariana Grace, the beauty queen, she just comes out before the matches. And, like, she came out here and said, I just want to wish all of you women the bestest of luck. (laughs) Then she watches the match. And then when it's over, the ring announcer is going to announce, but Ariana says, No! Let me announce the winner of this match. And for some reason, this makes Carmen Petrovich or whatever very upset, and she comes out and beats the heck out of her. Well. That was not nice. No, no. Ariana truly is her father's daughter. (laughs) We had Otis versus Drew Gulak. Hey, remember how we were talking about uh, 1994 superstars or 1994 Raw? Well, if you liked the reviews of those shows, and you enjoyed watching those shows, have I got a throwback match for you.
4: Berserker fans, watch Otis.
3: No. How how absolutely repulsive for you to say those words. Oh, I'm sorry. I loved this match. It was a nothing happening. Basic. Otis does his super porky gimmick. Drew Gulak gets a little heat. Otis makes his Hulk Hogan comeback. The place goes freaking wild. He hits the caterpillar, and then he killed this guy with a pop-up <laughs> power bomb and pinned him. And I loved it. And I don't care what any of you think. It's my show. Shakes and weights, baby. Shakes oh, yeah. and weights. Tiffany and Kiana meeting. Looks like long-term they may be a tag team. Andre Chase was late for class. JC's running the show. bunch of questionable types show up. Give her an envelope. For Chase, by the way, but she opens it. Chase shows up says, you can't open someone else's mail, that's illegal. But he looks at it and he's like, oh, we're sunk. And then Hudson shows up with Thea. And they try to pretend like nothing's going on. And they leave and Andre says, we got a tag title match with uh, Tony D and Stacks next week. And Duke's all happy and he leaves, but he leaves. And Andre's very worried. So I guess it must be some sort of stip match. I guess we'll find out. Tyler Bate, Dijak. This was a good match. would have been better on pay-per-view. But I thought they did a good job. I actually thought Tyler might pin him with a, an airplane spin. Sadly, it did not happen. He tried a dive. Dijak caught him. Feast your eyes. Pinned him clean in the middle. And so DiJack qualifies for the Iron Survivor Tournament. And then we had a Carmelo-Trick segment. And uh, I thought these guys were very good. Essentially, you know, Carmelo comes out, calls out Trick, Trick's basically saying, dude, I was, I had your back. I took all the beatings for you. I always celebrated your wins. Why don't you do that for me? And Carmelo's trying to get him back together. We're like, Shaq and Kobe, he says. When I won, you won. And Trick says, yes, when you won. Where were you when I got beaten up? And he admits that he does not know who attacked him. And then Carmelo's ears perked up so you don't know who attacked you. Is that right? And Trick says, listen, elephant in the room, did you attack me? And Carmelo says, you want to know the truth? But before he can say anything, out comes Lexus King. And Lexus King says, well, looks like we got a problem here. think everybody knows who we think attacked you, Trick. But maybe, maybe it was someone else. Maybe it was someone trying to make their name here. Are you sure it was Mello that assaulted you, Trick? And Trick tells him to get out of here. And Lexis King says, I want you, Trick, to say what everyone in the building is thinking. Which, of course, he wants him to say that he thinks that Mello attacked him. But Trick can take no more. And he goes, swings it, Lexis King! Lexus King moves, and he knocks out Carmelo. And he tries to help him up, and Carmelo's furious, and Lexus is laughing on the ramp. And finally, Melo lets Trick pick him up and hug him. But Melo's got that look on his face. He's furious. And we have another cliffhanger. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
1: Tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917.
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: You know, I don't have time to fully talk about this, which probably is fine because, you know, people can only handle so much NXT praise on this show. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they have done an excellent, absolutely excellent job with what they're doing involving people on the main roster. Because the easy thing would to do would just be to get big stars off the main roster, send them to NXT, and make it like a main roster show where those people are the centerpiece of the show. They win all the titles, they're in all the main events, blah, 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 blah. And granted, like, Becky went down, and she did win the title. But, like, she won the title as a way to build to putting over Lyra. Clean in the middle for the NXT title. And if you look at what they do with the main roster people, it's like, they come down, and they have, like, a... a you know, a segment or two on every show, but the overall show is still all about the NXT talent. And, like, you know, we've got, uh, uh, you know, Dominic is the the North American champion, but it's not like he's in the main event of every single solitary show. It's like the main event is something with Trick and Carmelo or Ilya Dragunov or, or Braun Breaker or whatever. And, I mean, they didn't outright tell you, but it's pretty clear. That ultimately the guy that's gonna beat Dom is Wes Lee. Wesley. Who's an man. NXT talent. So uh I really like what they're doing. And uh it's like you, you get the main roster people there, you get some main roster stuff, but it's still an NXT show and it's about all of the people in NXT. So anyway.
4: Let's get Al Humberto and uh, Angel there, uh humming there a little bit. Let's get Well, they are
3: underutilized, NXT. but uh they got a lot of talent on that show can't push everybody but who i can push is old landstorm two pacific five eastern got a lot to talk about here today join us at video.f4w wrestlingobserver.com and dave and i later tonight observer radio and nxt and aw talk to you next time wrestling observer live